Welcome to the Rutledge Perspective Podcast. This podcast is for you, and I welcome you to come as you are. There is no judgment here, just folks doing everything they can to stand in their power and show up every single day. So if you're looking for inspiration, welcome. If you're looking to level up or to make a change or you just need a minute, welcome. And if you're looking for some perspective on your circumstances, either personal or professional, well, that's my jam. No matter why you're here, I'm glad you are. And this message is for you. Welcome to my village. Welcome to this week's episode of The Rutledge Perspective. And if you're having one of those weeks, this message is for you. I want to talk a little bit about grace. And I know I've talked about it before in terms of not being in that comparison mindset and comparing yourself to everyone else and putting grace in your hustle. You know, we get caught up in hustle and grind and all of that. But I want to talk about it from a little bit different perspective. The perspective of ensuring that when you are thinking about giving grace and having some grace, that you extend that same grace to you. Because we often find ourselves really thinking about and talking about and being about extending grace to other people, making sure that we are kind, making sure that we take into perspective that they may just not know better or they may just be having a bad day because we don't know what race they have run. We often forget to extend that same grace to ourselves. So I'm going to tell you a little story. I had a crazy week last week. Of course, there was a lot going on. seems like all my weeks are crazy since I've started this entrepreneur thing. And I ended up going to the garden store over the weekend and buying a few more plants. So I'm now on restriction from every garden area of every store and no planters, no plants, no fertilizer, no nothing. I'm on restriction for a while. So I'm adding that to Target and everything else. So I went and bought some plants and spent Saturday after having done a walk and some things like that, just out in my garden, out in the sun, spending some time out there and and digging in the dirt, sort of, you know, because I had to have gloves on because I don't do bugs. So really spending some time out there and feeling good about it and then coming in and just really kind of reflecting. And then Sunday, got up and did my, my meditation and then had my walk uh, with a good friend of mine and then got home to do some more reflection on really getting clear. And I was starting to feel a little funky, right? Just not quite right. And I could feel like the anxiety and all that stuff starting to, to build up. So I thought, you know what, Laurel, it'll all be there tomorrow. It's your business. It's your goals. It's your, if you just don't have it in you today, just honor that. And we'll just start tomorrow. So I woke up yesterday, Monday, or actually this is Wednesday. So I woke up Monday and thought, okay, let's just dive into this. And I have my therapy session every Monday, which is thank goodness. And as I kept going and kept going, all I kept thinking was you wasted time. Why aren't you clear on this? Why did you spend so much money over the last four years and you're not any further along where you want to be? Are you really going to be ready to deliver with excellence for these people who are counting on you? I mean, it just, you know, all of this stuff, right? All of the imposter syndrome, but more than that, just the, the doubt and the, the lack of trust. And I I could feel it coming. We've talked about that polyvagal theory, right? I could feel the dorsal coming. I could feel it. And as I talked about it with my therapist, I'm like, man, this is just, it came out of nowhere because last week was tough, but I got a lot of really good things done last week. And then all of a sudden, just this heavy, heavy weight hit me on Monday. 
And after talking to her, I said, you know what? I'm just going to go outside a minute. I'm just going to take a break. And I went outside, looked at my plants uh, that are doing really well, by the way. And I actually saw some bees, thank goodness, because I really want cucumbers this year. So I need them to be fertilized. And I spent some time out there and, and got some sun and got some fresh air. And then I came back in and, you know, and I was just, again, heavy, weepy, all of that, all that madness that I don't really have a lot of tolerance for in myself. And so I came back in and I got something to eat. So I ate, I ate healthy yesterday which, or, or on Monday, which was really nice um, and good for me. Woohoo! I ate really healthy. And then I sat down and said, you know what? I'm just, I'm not ready yet. I need a few more minutes to think about what I need. And I ended up watching this show called Long Lost Family, which why do I do that? Because I'm always bawling in that show. But I think I needed that release. And as I got through the rest of the day, and I did get some things done, and, and then I listened to a different fireside show um, with Stephanie and Sarah that was fantastic around Elon Musk's purchase of Twitter and what that may mean for uh, free speech and all of that kind of stuff. It was a great conversation. It was a really deep conversation, way beyond Elon Musk. And so I went to bed that night thinking, okay, tomorrow's another day. Tomorrow's another day. There are things you you really must get done and not must because somebody else is putting pressure on you, but must because there are other things you want to do and they are dependent upon these these things. And and I had written some emails to people on on Monday that said, okay, here's where we are. Um, Crazy week last week. Not a great day today. Instead of pushing this through and it not being the quality and having to do rework, I'm going to push out the deadline by a week. It's my business. I can push out the deadline, but I need to give people a heads up so that they aren't scrambling. Because again, you don't want to surprise people. It's not unkind to be clear. So I pushed all that out, went to sleep, rested, and got up this morning and thought, you know, I'm going to do a little bit better job of giving myself some grace. And so I actually got up a little bit later than I had intended on purpose. And I said, you know what, I'm just going to lie here and, and relax and get ready for this, the radio show. Cause I love doing the radio show and wanted to be prepared. And then I got ready to do my notes and the, my printer didn't work. And I thought, okay, it tears almost immediately. Right. I can't believe this is happening. What really, really Lord, really one, one more thing. I, I can't. And I thought, Laurel, just get it together. Google it, right. Figure out what's going on. Did all the stuff on Google still didn't work. Went to the HP site, because I've got an HP printer. Went to the HP site, paid the little $20 for 30 days worth of, of support, because of course it's of course it's out of warranty. Only to go through, and I called again, and I said, you know, I've got five minutes, because I got to get out of here to get to my show. And here's what's going on. Explained it all to him, everything that I'd already done. So again, let's not start at zero. Done already, already done all of that stuff, including the plug-in and plug, uh, take the plug out and put the plug back in. And so eventually he got off the phone to talk to his supervisor. I'm waiting, 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 came back. And he said, well, I've talked to my supervisor and my supervisor says it's, we've, we've done everything we could to fix it. And it sounds like it's a, your printer head has gone bad and we can replace the printer head, but that's very expensive and there's no guarantee that it would work. And if it didn't work, we wouldn't replace it again. And so we think the best thing for you to do is just buy a new computer, a new, new printer. I was dumbfounded. I was I was absolutely dumbfounded. I thought, did he really just say that? And, and 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 then he kept trying to explain, right? And I said, this printer is not even three years old. It won't be three years old until September. It's not even three years old. And you're telling me 
that I have to buy a new printer. He said, well, it's just because the thing is expensive. I mean, all blah, 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 blah. And I finally said, you know what? And my blood pressure, I mean, I was about to light this kid up. And I thought, nope. And I finally said to him, you know what? I don't even know why I'm talking to you. I don't know why I'm talking to you. I said, you are doing everything that you have been trained to do. You have done everything that you know how to do. And what you're telling me is that HP makes a product that I cannot expect to last more than two years, that I need to budget accordingly because I'm going to have to buy a printer every two years, or I'm going to have to go to another product. Is that what you're telling me? Because that's what I'm hearing. And then I get the whole explanation about the printer service again, or you can just buy a warranty. I said, so again, I need to buy a new printer, buy the extended warranty for an exorbitant amount of money where you're going to actually tell me the stuff that's covered under warranty when something goes wrong is actually not covered because I've been down that road before. So you spent the money, but the warranty is worthless. And then it's going to break in two years and I'm going to have to buy another printer again. That's what I'm hearing from you is I just need to count on the fact that you can't count on HP. And then he kept trying to explain and that's when I said, you know, stop. And I said, I... I know that you are doing the best you can. You do not have either the training or the ability or the knowledge or the freedom to be able to actually deliver a solution. And while that is frustrating to me as a customer and unacceptable to me as a customer, I can't be mad at you when you're doing the best that you can under the circumstances. So I hope your next call is actually a call that you can have a solution for. Thank you very much. And I hung up. And in that moment, I thought, you know what? I, I, mm. and I'd done my meditation, but I hadn't read my little thing that morning. So when I read it, um, and I've, I've been reading, uh, Joyce Meyer's, uh, starting your day, right. And when I pulled up the one for today, because God has a sense of humor, the title is don't get upset. May he grant you out of the rich treasury of his glory to be strengthened and reinforced with mighty power in the inner man by the Holy Spirit, indwelling your innermost being and personality. Don't get upset. Now, I read this after I was upset, but my behavior didn't do what I normally would do, which was again, light this person up because you work for them. It's not even a three-year-old printer and you're telling me I just need to go buy another one. That's your solution is just go buy another printer. Just flew all over me. But there was something in that moment that said, you know what? It is not his fault. It's not his fault. He didn't manufacture the machine. He hasn't run in the company. He didn't put the warranties in place. He's not setting, he's doing none of that. He is answering the phone, trying to do tech support. That's what he's doing. And it's not a slam on his character because I don't know this kid. I'm assuming he's got great character. And I don't know what his real capability is because this call was maybe 20 minutes. Maybe when I had five it was maybe 20 minutes. All I know is my experience was that there wasn't a level of competence to actually deliver a solution. So why am I going to get upset? Because all I'm going to do is drop up my blood pressure. So in that moment, I realized, you know what? I've got to give this person some grace. And then I started getting more and more upset after I hung up the phone because I got stuff to do and I got to get to the studio and it's not printing out right. And then I got to buy a new printer and I got to do all this stuff. And I finally just paused and said, that don't get upset means at yourself too. Well, damn, right? Don't get upset at yourself too. We extend grace to other people. 
in moments we don't get a chance to, right? Sometimes we just, it's just the horse is out of the barn. But when we do give that grace to people, when we pause a minute and just reflect before we say something, we are able to take into account the whole of the circumstances. But we very rarely do that same thing for us. And I tend to be someone who is very, very self-aware um, and, and self-deprecating and always look to home first. When something didn't go right, let me look to home first, which is why I get so upset when things are, when people don't provide solutions, because I'm not asking for anything extra. I've done, every, by the time I call you, I've done everything that I need to do. I have taken care of my job. I need you to take care of yours. And so we don't give ourselves that same grace. When we have those days where we just want to go to bed, like my Monday, I just wanted to go to bed. I ended up getting rid of some things off my list at the very end because I knew I wouldn't be able to tolerate having those still hanging over me the next day. But the rest of the stuff, you know what? It was there when I got up Tuesday morning and it'll get done and it'll be fine. And I've extended a deadline and it'll be fine. And I will be ready to deliver with excellence because I always am because I refuse to show up half doing stuff for people. And so I will find a way to do it. And I will continue to extend grace to myself because what some of these things are bringing up is still the challenges and the trauma of the madness that I experienced in corporate without realizing it, right? There's something that will trigger that anger, that that self-deprecation that, is it just me? Am I crazy? Have I lost my mind? There are situations that will trigger that without me even knowing it because it was so toxic. My situation, I can't speak to anyone else's. My situation was so toxic that it really, there are still things that trigger that. And I have to remind myself to pause, give myself some grace because my experience was real. My experience was real. Um, I am very, again, very self-aware. So when it was me, I was very much saying, hey, that was me. And when it was them, I was very clear it was them. And some of those folks are still there and should not be. Should have been gone years ago. And they're still wreaking havoc on everyone else in the organization. But that's neither here nor there. So I ask you this week, when you get to that place where you're thinking, uh-oh, I, I, I'm about to lose it. Or I can't take this anymore. Or I'm a complete failure. Or... What is going on? Why can't I just make this happen? What? I just need to go back and get a job, right? I don't need to do this hustle. This should just be a side hustle. I don't need to do this anymore. This is not my purpose. When you start in that tailspin of dorsal, number one, as my therapist reminded me, you cannot make good decisions from dorsal. You can't make good decisions from that freeze mode, right? Your body is just not feeling safe. Your nervous system isn't feeling safe. Your spirit isn't feeling safe. You cannot make good decisions from that place. And giving yourself grace enables you to take baby steps to move out of that unsafe feeling for your true nervous system, but that unsafe feeling for your spirit to move into a place of safety or at least peace and calm to be able to make your next decision, to take your next step. So if you are listening to this today and you have had that moment where you're just like, I just don't think I can do this. Or you are absolutely losing it and it's like out of body. You can't even figure out why you're losing it. I will remind you to extend the grace that you give to others to you. You deserve that same level of grace that you extend to others. You deserve that same level of care and compassion 
and love and understanding that you are willing to give to other people. It is your right to give grace to yourself. And when you do that, you will be able to make much better decisions. You will be able to show up in the way that you want to show up. You will be able to serve in the way you want to serve when you start from a place of calm and a place of grace. And that doesn't mean you're going to be perfect because none of us is. But if you give yourself some grace, you're able to show up in your imperfect state. And that's what I commit that you guys will always get from me. I am not perfect. You're not going to see my highlight reel. That's not what you're going to always see. You are going to see the behind the scenes. You're going to see the things that I'm going through and the things I talk about with my therapist because it is, it is a beautiful thing. And I believe in mental health and protecting your mental health and being aware and being kind to yourself. It's not unkind to be clear. So you need to be clear with yourself as well. Clear that you need some grace in this moment. Clear that you need some rest in this moment. Clear that you need to just disconnect and regroup and come back stronger than ever. Because at the end of the day, you do have a place in your own life, even when your life is focused on service. Thank you so much for tuning in to The Brutless Perspective this week. For those of you who are having one of those weeks, please give yourself some grace. Let me know how you've done that. If this made sense to you, if it touched you, if it spoke to you, please share it with someone you know who could use it as well. I appreciate your tuning in and we'll catch you next week. Take care. Bye-bye. You have been listening to the Rutledge Perspective Podcast. Thank you so much for downloading and for connecting. You can find previous episodes of the podcast on my website at laurelrutledge.com forward slash podcast. You can also find me on social media at Laurel K. Rutledge and or The Rutledge Perspective. And I'd love your perspective on the things we talk about. And if there's a specific topic you want me to cover, just let me know. And please share this podcast with someone in your village who may need this little piece of perspective today. And if you're so inclined, I would really appreciate a five-star rating and review on the platform of your choice. Apple Podcasts and Spotify reviews are particularly helpful. Thank you again for listening. Take care.